I took a small nap and uh, I had an alarm set for like 145. And as that alarm went off, Alma called me and I was like, what the fuck? Well, that's what I just told grandpa. I'm like, it's because Dom had Taco Bell last night, but it wasn't uh, really bad. <laughs> he used the bathroom. He was like, hold on. I'll be in there a minute. <laughs> Yeah, um, so Dominic, is this true? <laughs> I wish I had Taco Bell. I just went to the bathroom to take a piss because I just woke up. Country roads. Take, take me home. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I started doing that. <laughs> My been love. All right, now she's song. Let's all sing in unison. Country. <laughs> Country roads. <laughs> Imagine everybody just starts singing. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Penguin Awareness Podcast, episode two. It's your host, Grandpa Penguin. We got a couple of co-hosts. This is actually my first time actually having a total of four guests on here. We got a total of four people. We have, we're going to do our first introduction. His name goes by Super Duper Angel, SD Angel, who is a two-time world champion in different esports like Overwatch and Team Fortress. And as well, he is the owner of a pretty plush. Let's go. SD Angel, wearing that Kirby t-shirt right uh, right below me. There you go. Next up, hope I'll, I'll butcher your name wrong, Alma. I'll screw it. <laughs> Next up, we got Alma Karu88, a.k.a. Alma owner of a dog and a cat as well an owner of a reversible octopus plushie as well <laughs> as well very nice person Alma. there you guys go as well next up we got super fire flower aka flower aka fire huge nintendo fan she loves playing games like super mario world spyro portal games as well a mom of three rats there you go. We have Nick all the way at the end, the guy who laughs contagiously in Among Us. <laughs> Ultra Nick 24, aka Dom, loves playing Nintendo games. The end. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for coming on to this podcast. Appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you for having us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. I have a question, Fire. What yes. is it like to be in a mo mother or slash owner of three rats? It's wonderful. That's actually one of my bucket list items. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's why I got them in the first place. And they're very annoying sometimes, but they're cute. Yeah. They're not vicious them. or anything like that? Because... No, they're sweet. They're very kind. They're like little puppies. They love to get pet. They love to learn new tricks. Uh, they like treats. They'll do, little, they'll, little, they'll do little tricks for treats. And it's so cute. And I love them. Is it like emphasis on the love? Does it cost like a lot to own them compared to no, like a dog? No, it's actually it's actually cheaper to own rats. Um, you know, they get like a little it's like a little bag like this, almost like a cereal box, like a cereal box kind of, and that lasts like two three months. And the, the I guess the maintenance is the only thing I guess that could be like the cage you have to clean often, actually every day for me because there's three of them, and the vet bills are much lower than you would than be like a dog. It's like half sometimes even like yeah, yeah, yeah. every time i see like a rat like i kind of get scared of them i get it they're not for everybody i know the tails freak people out a lot although the tails are very soft mm. and they have like fur on them but i can see why people are very afraid of them i personally love them and i was somebody that was afraid 
and didn't want to get near any of them. I thought, holy crap, like it's a rat. Like they go, you know, they run around in like the floor and they do all crazy kinds of things, you know, and like they're, they're just like for me, they were vermin, right? But there's like a difference between the rats that you'd find um, crawling around in the sewer versus the, the rats that I have as pets. Those are, these are called fancy rats. They were bred to be pets versus sewer rats are just, well, they're Norwegian rats. They're, they're not, they're not pets. <laughs> you can't make them pets. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. The only thing that I would see that's kind of difficult about owning a rat is that it's very difficult to find, um, it's difficult to find a vet that will take that will look at them because they're they're considered an exotic pet. Mm -hmm. So you have to find a specific veteran vet, veterinarian to the Nintendo Switch Pro. I seen from an article. I don't know if you guys have the script open, but I seen an article. Uh, since the new Xbox and Sony games um came out, like the PS5 and the Series X came out, Nintendo's thinking about making a Switch Pro to compete against them. Would you guys be interested in upgrading to a pro version if it ever does come out? Since I know you guys own a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Personally, I just got my Animal Crossing Switch. <laughs> and I don't think I would be the kind of person that would buy a, con a pro console just to have the 4K unless the games that are coming out for it are like insanely good that I need yeah. to have it. But other than that, I think I'm very happy where, where I'm at with my my switch but if the games are good and they're amazing and i you know they're like something i need to have then i might switch but other than that i'm keeping the one i have Bubba Dom, what's your opinion about that uh i had my switch since launch so i'll probably upgrade not for like the 4k but if the games do run better on the uh on the new Switch Pro or whatever, I'll probably most likely get it, if anything, just for, like, content purposes and whatnot. Um, yeah, I will probably buy it as well. Uh, if uh, they do improve the, the performance in games, I'll probably end up buying it and keep it as a, uh, like, station a station um, to play it at home constantly and have my other Switch on handheld mode only. So that way I don't, like... That 4K console that you can take on the go, that sounds nice, but yeah, I'm going to keep it at home, so I don't, you know, lose that expensive console. But yeah, I'll probably end up buying it if it does uh, have improvements on other games and everything else, and you know, 4K. 4K is cool. Well, personally for me, I just barely got my Switch about um, two years ago. So it depends on the performance aspects of it, because for me, to shell out that much money again, doesn't seem worth it to me unless it really has a good thing because to me that kind of concept kind of reminds me of them taking a book out of sony's with the playstation 4 because you know they have the slims and the pros too yeah so to me it's not worth it so i probably wouldn't unless it really has different performance specs that you know then i would if i could say something so angel you would if you were to get the pro would you actually leave the 4k at home and then take the other switch that's not 4k yes you so would, pretty like, much actually take that with you like yeah because i have two switches like i'd rather leave the the 4k one at home because it's more expensive and i would really feel really bad if i end up losing it so also my other switch is getting well it's old i had it since launch so if I lost it, like, okay, it wouldn't matter that much. I still have the other Switch at yeah. home. But, yeah, it's like, that's as well. Like, if it performs better, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like that's a lot of, I would say that's like a lot of what consumers might do. I mean, even I would do that if I were to get the pro, that's like a very smart thing. Keep the 4K docked to your, to your TV and then use yeah. the other one for on the go. Kind of like a switch light kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I guess your switch becomes a switch light. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that is very smart. Yeah, also as well, uh, like, the, all of your, with the uh, uh, online membership, like, all of your saved data can be transferred to the Switch. It's like, oh, I gotta go to work. Let me take my other Switch with me. Okay. Bam, you're good to go. Yeah, and that's actually pretty cool. Hmm. hmm. Good things to consider there, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, definitely. That's a good point. Good yeah. Point there. Um, in 2021, if you were to pick a console, like, to buy, like, either a PS5, Series X, or a Switch Pro, if you had the money, what would you guys pick? Ooh, I would definitely do a PlayStation, PlayStation Five. I would definitely do that. I would get a PS Five as well. Yeah, yeah PS Five. Already got like, a Switch anyway. Yeah, or might as well say PS. Yeah, if we didn't have the Switch at all, if none of us had a Switch and we had to decide between all of them, I think I would actually go for the PS Five. And that's me being a Nintendo, you know, fanatic, and. I just know that there's going to be more games on the PS5. Obviously, like, Nintendo games are fantastic. But after a certain while, like, Mario kind of, he kind of gets a little boring. Okay, my boy gets boring, and that sucks. (laughs) 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 I love him. Don't get me wrong. He's my favorite character. That's why I named my rats after one of them. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, Spyro, you know, you got also Miles Morales. You got the Demon Souls game that yep. looks so yeah. cool. You got a lot of cool stuff on the That's PS5. The- yep. And it's not just the games, like the experience, oh. the console itself, like everything about it, like the, the dashboard mm-hmm. on there is so oh. much more beautiful, so much perfected than the Switch. The Switch is just like your games are on your screen. You can pick them. You can't even customize the screen. It's just, it's really like. You're locked in. Uh, it's locked in, and I think it's like. I would say they're like the Apple like five years ago, and then like Samsung's yeah. right now. I feel like the anything. screen's unimaginative too, and that's weird because all the games are so like beautiful and like they mm-hmm. tell such great stories. But the screen, like you just open it up, you're like, okay. I mean, I guess you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think they need to take a page out of from the the 3ds and add more themes like i don't mind paying for for themes like that's dope like yeah i'm like oh cool i have this to my to my collection yeah like five dollars you get like a nice like zelda background like it has all your games mm-hmm. and, like, all that yeah. stuff more money to you nintendo let's now, go now, let me cut in real quick yeah you <laughs> because while i do agree with that my only problem with that is that there are weirdos that want freaking screens like that so, no. and think they're gonna freaking stare at their freaking home menu for more than five seconds. Ah! When, I go, when I go on my Switch, <laughs> I turn the Switch on, I look at the game, I click play, it takes no less than five seconds. Now I see y'all, I see what y'all getting at, where y'all want themes and stuff. Like, I, I don't mind that, as long as it doesn't slow down the, the OS or anything like that. Like, you can have a picture, probably some music in the background or anything like that, but if anything like animated or anything like that, nah, I, I can't do it. Can't I can't do, do okay, it. Okay, but, but let me tell you this. When you go on the PlayStation screen, don't you think it's so pretty? Like, don't you think like, oh, yeah, no, it, the backgrounds yeah. are... Beautiful as shit. That's why I have that Final Fantasy VII thing. Final Fantasy VII? The last like, And they play the music. It, it like, brings you in. It's like, I love that shit. You get immersed into it. 
PS5. I'm not sitting on there for more than five seconds. I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on the PlayStation 5, and I'm going to choose my game, and I'm going to play that goddamn game. Yeah, you can have the Among Us as your wallpaper. Mm -hmm. oh, you know what I think is really cool? I think... I think what's really cool is that when you hover over a game, it starts playing the music and it changes the background on the PlayStation. Yes, See, and that's, that's really cool. cool. I don't, I don't mind that at all. It's just like people are like, "Oh, where's the themes?" Or like all oh, this other crap. I have to show y'all like an example of what some people want, but it's it's weird because I'm just like, this is too much. <laughs> like, yeah, you can find it. You can post it in the chat, and then like you know, we'll all see it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see if I can find out why y'all are talking about this. Y'all keep going. What was your first ever Nintendo console you guys ever owned? Oh, first, uh, the Super yeah. Nintendo was mine. With first Nintendo console I had was the Game Boy Pocket. Oh. So they so used like the, the AA batteries or AAA? No, that's the, yeah, AAA batteries. Those were small batteries. Not the huge ass batteries that giant Game Boy used. Yeah. <laughs> and then the color uh, was like black and white. Yo. Mm -hmm. Yo. But um, later on, I lost it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I think mine was a Super Nintendo as well. Yeah. I don't remember it as much. I do remember the playing... cartridges and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I do remember yeah, I playing Arrow the Acrobat or something like that. I don't know if that's a familiar game. It was like a little bat, and it did. And it kind of reminded me of Nights into Dreams a little. Ugh. Except it wasn't as, like, crazy. No? <clears throat> but yeah, Arrow the Acrobat. Mine was Bobble Bobble, I remember. Bobble Bobble. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh... Little dinosaurs. Yeah, they shoot bubbles out. <laughs> <laughs> and then it has that iconic music noise. The game I got with it was with uh, Donkey Kong Land 2, because I told my parents I wanted a Game Boy with a game about monkeys. Oh. <laughs> and they got me that one. <laughs> I don't remember how I got mine, but mine was the NES... Uh, I had dog hunt, which I always wanted to kill the dog. I hated that dog. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that dog so bad. I chose violence. <laughs> I chose violence as a kid. I was like, I'm gonna kill this. You know, I'm gonna kill this dog one day. And then I had the mat too. And I, I remember yeah. having over thirty some <laughs> games for that. And I was really sad when uh, I didn't have it no more. I know we were talking about favorite consoles and stuff, and like nope. the moment y'all, oh, not favorite console, but like the first console we owned and whatnot. And I'm actually just holding it right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. My red N64 nice. that I got for my uh, second or third birthday. It was when Mario 64 came out. That nice. looks like back in the day PS1 controllers that you could see yeah. like the whole skin or the shell mm -hmm. of it. Uh, That's always cool. I actually have two of these. I think the, the gray one's in my living room somewhere, but yeah, this is the. N64 that I got. It's probably like the first, besides the Game Boy Color that I think that was technically my first one. This is technically technically my first console. Oh, so cool! That is cool. I do out. remember having a Super Nintendo, and then we bought a the NES, um, and then we later on gave it to my grandma, and she owned it. And then I remember playing Duck Hunt. I always wanted to shoot the ducks, but I always sucked at it. I missed. Every time I shot it, it pissed me off. And then the dog because would the always dog. laugh at you. That's what I always wanted. I would try and shoot the dog and couldn't shoot it. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I hated that dog. Stupid dog. <laughs> You're making me look bad. But, oh, this know, was like, the uh, fun thing was running in place. You know, the curse like of the cowley dog 
stupid dog. Yeah, stupid dog, what... you make me look bad. Booga, booga, booga. <laughs> <laughs> now, going back to the, uh, the, the interface <laughs> thing, I found the picture that I was talking about. One Ooh. Day, and Ooh. this is something I don't like. <laughs> like That's this very is, busy. This is too busy for what, what people want. And That's stuff. too busy. Like, I don't like this type of stuff. Like, I know there's another picture that I just saw that uh, Fire was talking about. I'm about to link that one, too. Okay. Wow. This oh, one, hey, there's Meverse. <laughs> this one's okay-ish, but I still Ooh. think, like, like this this would be fine for me, I guess. Like, if they have to do something, like, a yeah, little bit more. It's clean and simple. I like the second one. Yeah. It's, it's, I like yeah. That one. yeah. The second one looks much better. The first one looks like a bootleg hand-me-down PlayStation. Bootleg, right? (laughs) (laughs) It honestly looks like the store, like the current store right now that we have. That is true. That's very true. It kind of looks like the store. The first one is nice. I mean, the second one is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one's not bad. I I can Mm -hmm. can deal with that one. As long as it doesn't... doesn't... Because the reason... I don't know if people know... Sorry to uh, cut you off, but I think the reason that, like, people don't realize that the reason why they have it so simple is that games can load faster as you know mm-hmm. like the moment you turn on let's take the 3d mario collection for example the moment you click the icon that sh- that thing blows up or like starts mm-hmm. up immediately <laughs> hmm. that's true you're right it does start up quickly and it has like three games in one yeah that's probably why they yeah. don't want to do like uh like themes because they know themes will like hog up the os which will slow it down so yeah. that's probably why they they haven't done anything with it yet. Maybe Switch Pro will change it. Maybe. Uh, best Nintendo console and why? Best Nintendo uh, Nintendo console probably would say the Wii. And because they that was <laughs> the, the interaction with Wii Sports with bowling and you get the first strike. I loved it. Satisfaction when you as soon as you hit like um, a strike and then you you just um, finish that game. You became from like a regular person to like a pro version. And then you could see mm-hmm. uh, the spiral stars on your your bowling ball yeah that was always uh, fun trying to like play play one of the motion controls i think one of the things that the games i like from the wii sports was the, also the wii boxing as well <laughs> it's like i want to beat up another mees <laughs> what i really liked about the wii was the fact that it brought gaming to the mainstream because yeah. before that like you had n64 and it wasn't as popular but this time around i feel like the wii really um allowed for families to come together play yes. bowling you know, like that definitely cemented it as like something that everybody should have like a actual gaming console. And it wasn't just for your brother or your sister or your son or whatever. It was mm. like for meant for the family. So that's what I liked about the Wii for sure. In terms of consoles of Nintendo, of Nintendo, mm. I would probably say um, maybe it's kind of a tie between the Super Nintendo and the N64, mainly because Super Mario World is on the SNES, and then I know um, for the N64, um, Mario 64, that's like my other second favorite Mario game. So it has that. It has Pokemon Snap, which I loved, and it also had Pokemon Stadium. So I had a bunch of these cool-ass games that I enjoyed, um, and they're very nostalgic, of course, very awesome. So I think that's kind of a tie for me. It's kind of tough to decide. Uh, for me, I will probably have to say the Wii because it had a. Uh, you still were able to play GameCube games. It had uh, backwards compatibility. The Wii Shop uh, channel have gave gave you access to play uh, N six N sixty four games. So it still gave you plenty of options to play, and also like it brought mm-hmm. uh, like it's a console that anyone can just pick up and play. 
uh, they don't overcomplicate things, and it, it has a lot. Of, it had a great library of games as well, mm-hmm. and playing the Wii uh, from with the Wii Shop channel, it gave me access to games I haven't played before. Like I uh, played Ocarina of Time, and for the first time mm-hmm. there, and that game was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I, I count as hours of uh, gaming. Also, if I wanted to go back play play an old GameCube game, I could. Yeah. Like, you have, like, the yeah. ports for it. I was actually surprised, like, um, I actually bought the, I think, I forget, the one Donkey Kong games that you could buy the, the drum, the drum pad, and you can um, actually play. Jungle, I was, uh, Jungle Beat, yeah. Jungle Beat, yeah. yeah. I, I missed that. It, that was, like, a good time back then. Yeah, definitely. Also, uh, we literally give you access to watch Netflix as well, or if you want, or watch YouTube if you want Oh, yeah, I forgot. I think that was the first one that did that, right? Like, that was the, the one that brought that to a console first. Yeah. I think it yeah, was. When I, first, when I first heard that I can add Netflix, that was so cool. That made, gave me, like, like, like I kind of want to get Netflix for so I can watch it in the Wii. And, yeah, I did. Like, I will watch my shows. Like, the, those are the time when I, I was uh, catching up with uh, Avatar, the last Airbender that was there. I was like, oh, cool. I can... Before going to bed, watch a couple episodes and go to bed. And uh, made, to made your regular TV into a boot-like smart TV. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dom, what would you say is your favorite Nintendo console? I don't know if you answered. Oh, I never answered. But uh, see, I would do a cop out and just say what Angel said. But I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go ahead and say I'm I'm tired. I'm I'm kind of like conflicted here with two consoles. One of them's a handheld, but I'm gonna just say the GameCube. Only because, like, the titles that they had for the GameCube were very experimental, like, stuff that Nintendo has never done, like, before in terms of stuff. Because you got, like, stuff like Mario Sunshine, you got Star Fox Assault, F-Zero GX, Metroid Prime, first Metroid 3D game, like, a bunch of stuff, a Kirby Racing game. It's, like, so many experimental titles that are probably some of the, even though the GameCube didn't sell the best, probably some of the best games that they have on their catalog, to be completely honest. And mm-hmm. if I had to say the runner up, it'll probably be the 3DS. Because <laughs> the 3DS is just too good. Hmm. I had the regular DS. That's why I had. The DS mm. was, like, good. Like, Oh, the, I, I love the DS. And to the extent the 3DS as well. Yeah. Uh, Ama? Uh, I'm conflicted. I, I don't know. I mean, on one hand, you have so many great titles from all these consoles that have come throughout the decades and years but i would have to agree with angel that the wii was the one that uh, re-innovated the gaming community when it came out because it brought a lot of things back it was like i believe one that was actually backwards compatible to like a completely different console because you got the gamecube then the wii so you also had a great titles from there. Not only that, it brought families back together because before it was more of solo gaming and maybe some multi-gaming, but they actually tried to bring back family interaction. Um, and that's what they tried to do with the, the NES, which is why they had the mat in those kind of shooting games. But it was just more fun. A lot of titles to choose from backwards compatible to like i said a completely different one and i think that's why i would have to say the wii 
I think in terms of the Wii as well, it brought back a lot of like, not brought back, but it introduced a lot of people to casual gaming, if anything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like you got stuff like Just Dance, like you got all these yeah. like about that. Uh, shovelware yeah. games that are like family, family friendly type stuff. Like yeah. it, it's a really good casual console. And I, I feel like the Switch is also doing a pretty good job of that as well. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. In terms, in terms of that, and like a lot of the other consoles, like Xbox, PlayStation, are also doing a really good job of bringing mm-hmm. the casual audience as well as their hardcore base to oh, their yeah. platforms and stuff. Completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite Nintendo game and why? Uh, I'll start off again. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite Nintendo game would probably be Mario Kart on the Wii because. No, I'm sorry. I hear that give it. I get freaking mad. It's just because you can get the big mushroom and you can crush people. I always love that. <laughs> I know you're going to probably say like Super Mario Melee or something like that. Super Mario Melee or something like that. Super Mario Melee. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not. actually, my, probably, I have a bunch of favorite Nintendo games, but if I have to say one, I'll probably say Star Fox 64, to be completely honest. <laughs> Matter of fact, I have it right here. Of course <laughs> even, you have it, you always have it prepared. I just, I just looked at my desk, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, I have it right here. Look at him showing off, he has everything just right there. Where, where's my 3DS one at? Yeah, I'm prepared for that. <laughs> Oh my god! I got it. <laughs> Why do you just have the gaming watch? It's <laughs> <laughs> a watch. That's why. Like, oh, like, yeah, it is a clock. I'm. So it's stupid. a clock. Okay, jeez, jeez. I'm prepared. What's your favorite game? This. Was it? Oh, <laughs> is that the donut? <laughs> Donuts. No, no, no. That, that, that looks cute. Okay. What the heck? PS4 controller. Nice. Oh. oh, I need to get a new one anyway. Well, well since we're showing off controllers, I guess I'll show off my golden Wiimote <laughs> that I got oh. from Skyward. <laughs> oh, yes, that's cool. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Sword one. Cool? There's no golden nunchuck, though. I'm sad. Oh, Aww. I mean, the, the only thing I have is my um, you got my, my Animal Crossing one with I like that one. Slider. You got the Afterglow uh, controller? That's so cool. This one? No, mm-hmm. uh, the one that almost holds it. What is that one? This is the camo um, Xbox Flight okay. controller that mm-hmm. I use to PC game oh. at times. So that's oh, all I have right God. here. Everything else is put away. So. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, have my tiny kitty <laughs> controller. <laughs> that was yeah. adorable. <laughs> I know that controller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe I would probably say. Super Mario 64 Ooh. might be the one, or maybe have no, no, no Super <laughs> Mario World. Super Mario World has like more of this nostalgic feel to me. Let's go! <laughs> Super Mario World, I think. I think that's the one. Okay. I would say go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my favorite Nintendo game. My God, this is a toughy one. Uh, I would have to say. Kirby Planet Robobot. That's actually not a bad one. I actually really like that game. The music's great. Kirby's on a f- rampage on a goddamn mech suit and destroy everything in his path. <laughs> <laughs> little pink boy. Really, really good. It's like 
it's like Gurren Ladon have a co collaboration with Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> Kirby just turned heel. He became a bad guy. <laughs> Let's go. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. So is it kind of like that game where you're like a Godzilla or like the gigantic uh, gorilla King Kong and you destroy mm. it? Was it called Rampage? Is that yeah, the game? Rampage. I love Rampage. Rampage, yeah. Yeah. Is it kind of like that? No, that it's like. You know the the Kirby game I showed you that one day, like Star Allies. Yes. Yeah. Think of that. That's basically what that oh. is. Yeah. But single cool. player. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, it's definitely fun. Um, tons of different abilities. Uh, you become a doctor, throw pills. You're basically Doctor Mario. <laughs> um, what other ones? And yeah, tons of uh, good bosses too. And the story is really well done as well. Uh, Ama. Oh, jeez. My favorite Nintendo game. You know, this is going to sound weird, but I think I'll have to go with Super Mario Brothers 3 from the NES because... That's not a bad one. That's not bad. That what got me into gaming. It's so nostalgic to me, and I spent mm. so many hours playing that game and That's learning all the tips and tricks. That's why Nintendo uses it for every freaking Mario game that they got. I mean, <laughs> pretty pretty true. Yeah. It, Good stuff. So it's nostalgic. I spent hours on it. Um, basically, I chose violence in that game when I was a kid. Those freaking <laughs> <laughs> goombas and the and you know the 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 freaking chupas or whatever. Oh, the born of toxic Alma has risen <laughs> in the sun. Fuck the, the sun. <laughs> Yo, if, <laughs> if you play with Alma on Overwatch, she, she's just way too toxic. It's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta bite my tail. Alright, let your anger out. <laughs> screaming right I, I, I choose violence. I choose violence. <laughs> I woke up and I'm like, I choose violence today. Motherfuckers, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. If you were to, if you were to bring back an old Nintendo game and remaster like any type of old game, NES mm. to N64 to HD quality. Uh, what would it be and why? I know what Dom would pick. Wait, you said from first. NES to N64? <laughs> no, like, N NES all the way to game? the Switch. Yeah, any game. Oh, anything? <laughs> F-Zero GX. Oh, isn't that the racing <laughs> game? Yes. <laughs> that game is so good. But, man, that game didn't do good in terms of sales-wise. <laughs> Damn. It makes oh, me no. so sad. Why is that? And it looks good too. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it. <laughs> you thought it was like the best game, but a lot of people didn't buy it. Yeah, I think in terms of that game, I think it's probably Nintendo's best racer. To be completely Ooh. honest, I better I, than Mario Kart. I think it's better than Mario Kart. <laughs> I kind of agree with that, honestly. I mean, Mario Kart, don't get me wrong, it's really good, but... It's like, I do remember that, and that was really good for its time. Going back to the whole casual versus, like, hardcore stuff, yeah. like, mm -hmm. Mario Kart's more of, like, the Blue shell lock. casual, family-friendly, until yeah. somebody shows you with a bunch of items and you want to custom the hell out type of game. <laughs> but <laughs> F-Zero's more, like, skill-based. Like, it's more for, like, the, the more, I would say, hardcore-based, but, like, more... People that want more of a challenge, if anything, uh, you know. Mm, yeah, right? I like, agree with that. If, if they made like another F Zero, like in this day and age, like I think people would probably warm up to it again, if anything. Since the Switch is already doing well, it's about to hit 100 million sales and all that stuff. I think it would be pretty good. All right, Damn. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what 
old Nintendo game. Wii Sports. I don't ever care. Keep it basic. Wii Sports. Wii Sports. <laughs> yes. Was the, the regular Wii Sports and the resort. Just imagine the HD quality boxing when you punch someone out. Punch out Logan Paul, <laughs> uh, Jake Paul. Boom. <laughs> you ain't wrong. That would, that would be pretty good route to no. get that remastered and remake now. Well, if not doing the, the sword fighting when you're um like, in the bridge, I always like smacking people in the head with the bamboo stick. No, I hate to I hate to keep talking like this, but there's one version of that game that I just do not like, and that was the Wii U remaster of Wii Sports. Mm. I could not stand that version because it felt so stiff. No, oh. <laughs> that bad. It was okay. Some of the sports like boxing felt super stiff. I think tennis was pretty good. I think golf was good. And I think bowling was decent, but everything else just did not feel good so at all. Meaning stiff, you have to use your full strength to like swing into it. It's like you know how like boxing felt fluid, like really fluid. Yes. Like mm -hmm. it, it just it felt like <clears throat> excuse me, it felt like you were playing Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> That's how bad that was. Like how bad it was. It's like you're like it's like you know how like, boxing like. In the Wii one, like, straight up, like punching the crap yes. out of like, In the Wii U one, it's like, <laughs> it's like for what? <laughs> it's like for what? You get more of a workout, right? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I think I would uh, remaster completely the Ocarina of Time. <gasps> Girl, I would remaster that thing because it is just one beautiful. And, and put it on the goddamn TV already. <laughs> put it on my fucking TV. I mean, but I know, but he's talking about like a full like a remaster, full like a full on like yes. I'm talking about like from the ground, up. like yeah. Duck Hunt to eight eight K quality. Shooting that dog <laughs> take up. To, to, yeah, take basically the 3DS version kind of did that, but I, I wish they like remade it for like actual like you know consoles <laughs> yeah like i i hate the fact that they took like console games and remade them on handheld mm -hmm. yeah especially mario 64 that. ds like that that annoyed me the mario 64 ds i wasn't a fan of i i like it but yeah i can see why people are not a fan of that game yeah like the whole like picking yoshi and i don't know i didn't really it's kind of took the magic out for me and that's and i love that game mm. i was like okay i thought it was a little innovative but the magic out. <laughs> Took they the changed, the oomph. Like they changed, like messed up a messed up the story just a little mm. tad bit. Yeah, yeah, that too, definitely. Multiplayer was fun though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That game did have multiplayer. <laughs> Me and my friends would play that game on the school bus. They would just beat the living crap out of each other with Wario. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I want the Wario hat. No, I want the Wario hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we really care for the stars. We just want to beat the crap out of each other. Yes. <laughs> Did you make the sound effects too, Angel, on the bus when you guys were kicking ass? Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then you can be more. Wow. <laughs> uh, good old times. Just like we're the only ones laughing in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody like, just giving you crazy looks. I I was actually on the same page as Fire. I love the plot, the storyline, the music, and the mm -hmm. the Ocarina of Time. Like 
to see it like remastered from the top up. Like, I mean, you've seen the remaster of the trilogy of Crash Bandicoot to what it was back then, and the same thing with Spiral. Like, to see how different the graphics are and how like beautiful and detailed it is, mm-hmm. I want to see that in that game with the music and everything because I think that would be like, I would be so happy. I'd be like, oh my god, you know, I just like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. All right, all right. We're going, uh, we're changing topics. No more Nintendo for now. Uh, we're going into the Ninja controversy. I think this happened like three weeks ago, I would say. I know Fire, you talked about this. And Ninja said this on the interview. So he goes on the lines like, it's not his job to teach your children about racism. It all comes down to parenting. And how does a white kid know? He has white privileges, and if his parents never teach, taught him actually about racism and doesn't talk about racism, what do you guys think about this? Well, who wants to go first? Because I can say something about this. Oh, screw it. This is PG-13, <laughs> PG-15, I don't care. PG-17. Well, in all honestly, Ninja throughout the years have has been one of the most controversial people ever, but for him to say that, he's actually not wrong. He has points, but he's not always correct. Because how are you, how are kids supposed to know about racism? Because it's a learned behavioral thing. You'll see that from the parents, grandparents, whatever. But how would they actually know what racism is? We see it on social media. We see it everywhere. So if the child doesn't know in the beginning, they're going to be exposed to it. They're going to know it. It's a learned behavior trait. So not, yeah. And to follow up on that, sorry about that. But the follow up on that, you're right. Because most of the time, when you learn something, it comes from the parents first. Like mm-hmm. you get the stuff that you say, the stuff that you do yeah. comes from the household. Exactly. <laughs> the, the way you're brought up. That. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that. And it's also a thing that, yeah, you, you he, he's te- ninja's technically right in saying that, yeah, I, I, I don't have to fucking do this shit. But like at the same time, you're also a really big influencer. Yeah, you're and big so, on the streaming clock. You gotta, you gotta tell these people, hey, this is this is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's why I said, like, he's partly right, but you know, he's not completely wrong. Exactly. Like, you gotta let these people know because people, the kids, look up to you. Exactly. Yeah, you're your platform. It's your you influencer. Yeah. It's your voice. Yeah, yeah. you're an influencer. Yeah. Use that. I mean, I may not agree with everything that this guy does, but. Yeah. He's been out there for years. He's one of the most controversial people out there with some other people, but you know, he could use his platform to actually teach something. It's like you yourself have to be have to set an example for all the kids that are watching yeah. you out there. And awareness. that's basically all I gotta say. Exactly. Yes. Awareness. <laughs> Just like imagination. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. you know? Basically, it, um Ninja's basically a role model to these kids. And he needs to, like, like you guys said before, like he doesn't need to be teaching them, but also he has to like set an example as well. Mm-hmm. So, like he doesn't want to be the main source for people to, no. uh, to be like learning all this negative stuff. Still, still set examples, but yeah, parents should be involved in teaching them this stuff. But as well, like if you're like you're a big time streamer, also like you need to look good. You can't be. Looking, oh, this is fine. You can, you can say this, you can say that. It's like, no, it's like you need to like learn what parents need to step in and say, seeing, showing them what, what's right and wrong. Yeah, 
as as you're raising your kid you need to raise them to be good people i'm trying <clears> to say like uh let's say like people in the community they would like roast ninja for just like having his two cents input in like something talking about like um talking about let's say racism mm. and then let's say if xqc or tyler one said something um about controversial like racism again and then not that many people in the community won't roast him in the social yeah. medias and won't be going you over know, like gaming news and uh, youtube channels like that you know what i think Let's say, um, tyler blevins has a or ninja has like such a bigger platform than xqc does and all these other streamers dr disrespect don't get me wrong he's pretty big in his own right but ninja has a bigger platform and i think the reason they look up to him the most is because he's the one that came up the the i think the the first person to to actually like make a streaming take to make streaming a career and i think that's why they ha hold him to such a high esteem um and then just going back to like all that stuff that he said about like him not teaching the kids you know what racism is i think he just I don't know. I think he just probably thinks it's internet culture, like downright, like he doesn't have to address it in his stream. But ultimately, like us, we all have a community, right? We all have a, a community that we foster and our yeah. values and what we want and what, what we want to represent. And, um, you know, for us, it's like we use our platforms. We don't have, you know, we might not have the biggest platform like Tyler does, but at the same time, we still stand up against racism, we still stand up against bigotry, and we still make it a point to let our audience know, let our community know that this is important to us, and if you don't stand by it, then you can get the fuck out. <laughs> so It's so true. Yeah. And it's like going back to what you were saying earlier, yeah, I think the reason why people will go after Ninja versus Dr. Lupo disrespect or uh anybody like that tyler one it's because ninja at this point is seen as like the face of streaming or twitch or whatever he do whatever like in terms of streaming and stuff content creation all that crap so people look up to him more and also fortnite's also just popping off and a lot mm -hmm. of people still play that game yeah, i think that basically summed up that topic uh we'll go over to another topic <laughs> overwatch 2 delay again uh no, I'm not not surprised. <laughs> It'll be surprised delayed all the way to 2022. Uh, I saw a Twitter post about it. Uh, Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 will be delaying until 2022. And they began development on it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep it real. Sorry to cut you off. I oh, even good. know Diablo 4 was a thing. I didn't know <laughs> I'm either. I'm not going to lie. All I knew about was Diablo 3. That's it. I didn't know they're making a Diablo 4. Mm. But, yeah, what's your thoughts and opinions about uh, the delay of Overwatch 2? I would say delay it and just make it the best game it possibly can be. Um, we all know what happened with Cyberpunk. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 was another one. I mean, they yeah. hyped that stuff up so big and it was just such a letdown and they were delayed. But like, if you're going to delay it, like just completely. But at least... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, no. At least come out with a good product. Like watch yeah, dogs. No bugs, no nothing. Take your time to perfect they it. Do shit. Shit. They do shit. Uh, they yeah, polish the game out of polish the game. Leave me out, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Don't give us no. 
I'm so sorry. Poking down game not even worth sixty dollars. Cyberpunk yeah. should have been like twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Not even at this point. I say fifteen. <laughs> <What? laughs> it was so disappointing to people, and the same thing with Red Dead too. Like you know, it was so delayed for so long too, and so talked about it for so long. Yeah. And then how many people were so you know not happy with it? They didn't like any of it. Yeah. Half of it. And I'm like, I just hope they don't do this to both those games, because I will be really disappointed. Just like and, yeah. Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3. Kingdom Hearts 3, we waited like 10 years for it, and then oh, look yeah. where Kingdom Hearts 3 came to. 13 years to be exact. 13, thank <laughs> you. 13. <laughs> Organization 13? <laughs> I didn't think of that. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> ah, damn. Oh my gosh. What Miyamoto always, always said, a rush game... A rush game is, is is a forever bad game, but a delayed game is eventually a good game. Now I'm gonna stop you right there because <laughs> Miyamoto said that crap. Miyamoto said that freaky crap, and he made he sat there and made Star Fox Zero the most mid game I've ever played in that stupid franchise. Oh goodness! Damn. Oh, yeah, right. hey, you got y'all going now. There ain't no stopping this. You gotta. You got My apologies, like, dog. <laughs> It's like just keep going. I'm gonna get some water real quick. Keep going on. <laughs> it's like he said that crap. He delayed that game. He, he claimed that oh man, Star Fox Zero is my like my child. Like, Star Fox is my childhood and all that crap. Like the fuck you. Like, I can't. Man. Man. There's emotions before. There's emotions yeah. behind that. Yes, I got him going. It, it was like, what was what happened that one time somewhere with Dom? It's like I think we were talking about Among Us or some crap like. Oh that. yes, he got so passionate, and now he's um, playing Among Us. Oh my god! But it's like, like he says that he delayed the stupid ass game, but the game is still mid. How do you do that? You yourself said a delayed game would get better. But it's still mid! It's mid as hell! Because he wanted it mid, even though it was delayed. I hate him. Just stop working at Nintendo. Retire. They just stop working. They just wasted the time. Shit. Oh man. Oh, wasted the man hours on it. Alright, I'm done yelling. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's keep going on. Uh Overwatch 2 was secretly uh been in development in 2017. People are saying they're going to be releasing more information at BlizzCon 2021, which is on Ooh. February 19th to the 20th. Okay. It might be showing the beta or maybe some gameplay footage <laughs> on Overwatch 2. Is it right for companies to keep delaying games? Just keep delaying it, delaying it, and delaying it, and delaying it, and delaying it, and delaying it. <laughs> Not if they ain't doing their work. I mean, if they're gonna delay it and still do a product like Red Dead or Cyberpunk, no. Cyberpunk. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, if you're gonna delay it, delay it so it can be a top-notch product. Don't delay it so there's so many bugs and people are gonna be so disappointed because it was so hyped and, you know, wanted. And then it's just nothing but disappointment. That's why PS4 pulled Cyberpunk from their shop. Go, going back to what you were saying, I didn't even know Red Dead 2 was that type of game where, because I've heard nothing but positive things about that. I didn't even hear anything broken yeah. about that game, actually. 
See, uh, there's a lot of bugs and a lot of people were disappointed what, in online really <laughs> first, you're the first person i've ever heard say that like red dead 2 was a disappointment like that i was like really i've heard especially so the multiplayer i know it was a lucky okay i heard the multiplayer wasn't great I, that that's the one thing i heard yeah no there's some glitches in all the plays but other than that you know interesting okay, okay. i love red dead 1 online that was amazing but red oh, dead 2... that, i loved red dead I, I have it on both consoles, the Xbox and the PS4. I played Red Dead 2 online for only an hour. I, I got bored of it. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, it was a boring game. Even the story was kind of boring. Just... That's what I'm saying. It was a disappointment. Yeah. And I played Red Dead 1. I fucking yeah. love that game. I played that all the exactly. time. I haven't played either. I played the prequels to those, actually. I don't know if you ever heard of Red Dead Revolver. Yes. No, that, that one I didn't play. It was on the Xbox, the original uh, Xbox. That game PS2. is so good. <laughs> oh, it's on PS2? Yeah, it should be. Man, that game is good. <laughs> that <laughs> is so good. Um, what are you guys most excited for Overwatch 2? Like, uh, they showcased, uh, I think it was a while ago, they showcased new PvE, which is player versus environment mode, includes story mode. And they showcased some new game modes and the new multiplayer uh, redefined heads up display. You, you, uh, HUD heads up display. You guys could see the images over there. I think what's amazing is all of the Overwatch shorts. I don't know if you guys have gone on YouTube and checked them out from like the Diva ones, like all the like, you, like it tells a story of each character and then you're like, oh, you're very invested. I think the Diva one for me was like the most compelling story out of all of them. I don't play Diva, but. I like the I like that cinematic short that they did and they did they've done that for all these other characters and they've built this world. And so the thing I'm most excited for is finally getting the story mode and finally getting to see all these characters in action. Mm -hmm. I finally getting to agree see more. their personalities yeah. interacting with one another. Yeah. yeah. You, you get the little interaction in game. And no, you see the interactions in game, but and we get to see the battle of Hanzo and Genji reminding me of the oh, the GI Joe with the white ninja and then that the Black Ninja, I forget what their names are. Snake Eyes and some, someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. So there's going to be so many cool things that are going to, that's going for this, and it's going to build upon the lore, and that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah. yeah. Um, multiplayer, I'm not really too excited for the multiplayer. Yeah. That's <laughs> my Until Blizzard know how to freaking balance a goddamn game. <laughs> they still made Reaper overpowered still. <laughs> Didn't they nerf him recently? They, they nerfed him, but he's still strong because of the, the when you shoot people, you get his uh, death blossom. Like when you hit people, man, I'm at this point. I'm just expecting Tracer to fly at some point. <laughs> I'm just expecting her to fly because these these stupid idiots at Blizzard don't know how to balance a freaking game. And their answer to balancing things is removing characters for a week. That's their answer. Do you remember that? They were like, they were like cycling the characters, so you couldn't pick Orisa, you couldn't pick Reaper, you couldn't pick like some other character. Oh yeah, yeah. for their comp. And they were like, for, and I was like, what for? Like that just means I'm not gonna play. I'm like, you just basically took out all the characters that I play. Oh my like, god! Instead of doing that, just balance your game better. Stop like just topic. Let me let me tell you the one time I was going to play comp, and I was like, okay, cool. I, <laughs> let me let me try this one more time. And they had that system, and so the week that they took out Soldier, Reaper, Zenyatta, Sombra. Oh no! 
I was like, I, they took out literally every diva. They took out every character that I played. I said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> that makes the player count go down. Like, I, they took out literally every character that I played. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> McCree, and I think they also took out Ash at that point, too. I was like, for what? <laughs> like, why would you take them out? We need hit scans. <laughs> oh, yeah, they took out literally every hit scan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and then, I, if I'm correct, they don't even do that anymore right now, right? They stopped doing that? Nah, they, they stopped. Stop, thank, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid freaking company. <laughs> Blame that on Blizzard or Activision. No, it's Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard. Gosh darn it. Take my money. Terrible company. The thing about Activision and Blizzard, they're different. I mean, I know they're like, I know, uh, you know, they, they got bought up, right? Is it, they got bought up by Activision, am I correct on this? Yeah, yeah, Blizzard is a part of Activision. Or, yeah, so they're all together, but um, from what I've heard, Terrible. from some sources, <laughs> I won't say, I heard that uh, they're very separate. They'll like, you know, when they enter each other's buildings, they have to like, get a guest card to go in. So they're very, like, even though they are working on, you know, on the same uh, company yeah. or whatever, they still yeah, are separate. Terrible. Yeah, but they both terrible though. That's what I'd like to hear. Stupid freaking yeah, company. Basura. <laughs> basura. 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 That's me throwing trash in the basura. <laughs> Next topic: Should every gamer do content creation in 2021? Hell no. No. Why is that? I'm gonna just keep you because some people, whenever they play games, uh, some people have different mindsets. Whenever people do content creation, a lot of people nowadays they see these people like Ninja and stuff, and they want to be like Ninja and all them. Where they get clouded by, hey, I want to, I want to be this big. I want to make this much money. When it's like it's mm. not supposed to be that way. The first thing you want to do whenever you get into content creation. If you want to have fun, you yeah. want to have fun with the stuff you're doing before you actually get into like, you know, the money making businesses, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And once you're having fun, the, the money will honestly just come to you. Mm -hmm. Like everything else will just come to you like that. As long as you're having fun, everything will just, everything will just go right there. Like it, it takes time. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. And that's any, for anybody big or small, it, it takes time to get where you want to be. Yeah. Exactly. And, and Dom's been doing content creation for so fucking long. Yeah, he has. So yeah. whenever I like need help, right? I need some advice. I always go to Dom because he knows what's up. He's been in this space for so long. Yes. He can just tell you what you know. What's what's what? I'm trying to think. And this year will be 13, 14 years, I think. Something like yeah, that. You have a yeah. You have a decent amount of YouTube subscribers, I see, and then a Twitch show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because if you don't have fun in making your content, that just defeats the purpose. And you just like when you're just forcing yourself mm -hmm. to make content, you don't want to. Then it's not fun anymore, and you'll quit. Exactly. Yeah. The the also the big problem is when when people start off like that, it's it can get overwhelming for yeah. a large amount of people starting out. Um, and some yeah. people are too fixated on the numbers, the money right off the bat. You're not gonna you're not gonna get high numbers right off the bat. You you're gonna build up to that and. I think that's the number one biggest mistake that people think when going into this. Yeah, they always expect yeah. to be successful like the one week and then they lose the passion and then they stop. Exactly. And another thing, by the way, a lot of people 
see us doing like streaming or doing YouTube videos and stuff thinking, oh, all they're doing is sitting down, playing a game and talking to people. And it's like, yeah, face value. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But it's also getting draining as hell. <laughs> like yeah. people oh, don't realize I completely how agree. draining content creation could actually be. <laughs> I could say a fact, just with this light, bright light in my face, probably like two hours <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah. Um, or 20 blazing <laughs> like after a stream like after a stream i am exhausted yes very exhausted it's rare that i'm like damn i want to keep going after that <laughs> but <laughs> you, you always need your rest oh yeah and that's the big yeah. thing about it. people really think that like we're, we're like i said at face value it just looks like we're sitting down talking to people playing a video game yeah. that's literally all it looks yeah. like but like once you actually start doing it that's when it starts getting exhausting as hell. Yeah, you're trying to provide a show to other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Entertain- entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. But not only that, we have to do that while not burning ourselves out. Yeah. And not losing yeah. our passion because it's not fun for us anymore. Exactly. Take breaks. Take days Definitely. off. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mental, mental health, for sure, is I a number one that. Favorite from last year where i basically streamed almost every day and i was like no nah, this year i'm a i'm taking a sunday off <laughs> like i'm yeah. i'm not doing this every single day again yeah yeah that's a part for self-care <laughs> like go outside wear a mask and exactly enjoy the sun for a bit go get yourself yeah. some ice cream go to a restaurant <laughs> eat what you what you would like show your viewers what you're doing but enjoy being outside <laughs> don't yeah. overdo it that's why you yeah. also have social media so you can actually like if you want to show people hey this is what i'm doing this is keep up with my like updates and stuff mm-hmm. discord social media like <laughs> do what you can get yourself out there as yeah. well yeah <laughs> i would even argue that that like you do stream right and like that's that's like a part of it yeah but mm-hmm. the other like i would say the other Maybe I would say twenty percent streaming, eighty percent outside of streaming is is like marketing yourself marketing. on social media, whether it be on Discord, you're you're, part, you're participating with your community, or you're on Twitter putting your clips up there, mm-hmm. or if you're even on YouTube, which more power to you. That's tough already it to is. do. Do Twitch, YouTube, fucking TikTok. Uh, there's, there's people that do all of it. I've I've seen it. Yeah. And I'm so amazed and impressed by those people because they definitely know what's up. They probably have like, you know, content calendars and things like that to help them out. But on the other hand, not what what people do not know about these streamers that I mean, obviously, I don't have this, but most of these people do and they won't tell you this. And they're like, oh, like, if you do this, they'll give you advice. They'll be like, if you do this. Um, then you'll you'll be fine. But what most of these people don't tell you is that they actually have managers behind them. They have community managers. Even the people that have forty people, forty plus forty plus average, yeah. they got community um, they got community managers helping them out, and any every step of the way helping them out with the content creation, mm. helping them out with whatever it is. So it's like the shit is skewed against you if you're trying to do it. By yourself, yeah. <laughs> you're trying to do it by yourself. Like that's what they will tell you. Like if you have a new person coming into your stream and asking you how like what i should do in order to like start streaming i mean i it kind of sucks because it's like these people like have an advantage they have this manager to help them out tell them what to do and probably even a whole team of people helping them out you know Mm -hmm. and that's what people don't tell you (laughs) they'll just be like oh just uh be consistent um 
you know, play this game and stick out and don't play these oversaturated games. They'll tell you like the most generic advice, but at the yes. end of the day, it's like, they don't tell you. It's that. so much more than that. They don't tell you the behind the scenes. Mm -mm. They don't. Yeah. Um, in, in your guys' opinion, what do you guys think of people buying expensive equipment? Let's say mics, mixers, cameras, soundproofing, etc., RGB lights, the nano leafs, uh, to be successful on Twitch. And why? If you're starting off, I've told this to my stream a lot. If you're starting off, do not buy that expensive ass equipment <laughs> because <laughs> you don't know how long you're really going to be in this game. <laughs> so if you're sitting there buying like 3090s, like RGB lights, like all this other tech, like this $400 microphone, and you're only doing this and like for a week and you don't like it that's at least like a good two to three even four thousand dollars wasted mm -hmm. <laughs> like you start off get not get like cheap stuff but at least get like stuff that like i, I don't know how to like budget. phrase it correctly but yeah like bu budget yourself that's basically it budget yourself and, and see if I you like it and hmm this is what I recommend, and I'm sure all of you do too. There are similar expensive stuff. If you actually look at the specs to one that is maybe half the price or at least Angel? a quarter of the price down, uh, that gotta you go can soon. get that one <laughs> okay. spend less money that way. So yeah, start off small, compare a lot of specs, and see what you actually really need it for right now. If you, if you have the head out, Angel, that's uh, all good. I'll probably just put yeah. an image over your face. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you could probably put the pugger face or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get ahead off. I have to work in nine minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the heck? That's okay. I'll take an Uber. Okay. I'll take an Uber. I'll be fine. All right. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Grand Penguin. Also, everyone else. Then nice to talk to you guys again. Thank you, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely. You. you guys take care, and sure. you guys enjoy your Saturday. Okay. I'm off to work. I'm off to watch Pokemon. Gamble their money away. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Because not to dig on anybody. I'm not trying to dig on anybody, but there are people that have the most amazing setups. They got the camera, the SLR camera. Yes. They got the fancy ass Sure mic. You yes. know, the, the expensive yeah, the $400 one. dollar one. Yep. Yep. They got the expensive camera. They got the expensive PC. But what they don't work on is themselves, honey. I'm <laughs> yeah. so sorry. But. I'll go into these streams and I'll be like, I'm not entertained. I am so sorry to say that. That's fucked up. I'm sorry, but I'm not entertained. And, you know, yeah. for some people that might be entertaining, but for me, I'm not. It's like, work on your content. That's all I got to say. Just work on the content and everything else will come after. Like for some people, they don't even, some people don't even stream with them with a camera sometimes. Don't stream with a camera. Dom doesn't stream with a camera. Yeah, that's crazy. Although he does have a nice camera, I'm not, I'm not saying he doesn't have good equipment. He does have great equipment. He's got a really amazing mic. Makes him sound like so fucking like tough, you know, like so. <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like you you don't need the camera sometimes. Sometimes if you got the personality to fucking back it up, like you're great. Okay, yeah, I have friends that I agree like, with that. I have friends that got partnered recently, and they had no camera or anything like that. And it's just like you really, I don't know where this like thing came from where it's like, oh, you need a webcam to be successful on Twitch. Like, no, you don't. Mm -mm. <laughs> you you yourself mm -hmm. got to be entertaining <laughs> for, for you to be successful. Yeah. And I can think of one person that's Corp's husband. He's a faceless 
top yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got the voice of an... He is carried by his voice. I'm not going to lie. He is carried no, by his voice. But even in a good way. way. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not like talking crap about him, but like no, he's no. definitely carried by his voice. Well, yeah. I mean, his personality is good, too, though, from what I yeah. see in his videos. Yeah. So definitely voice and personality, but definitely that voice is what carries him the most besides mm -hmm. the personality. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, people could mm -hmm. actually be successful, but no face cam. Mm -hmm. yeah. I wish. There's a couple of other ones, but I can't remember their names off the top of my head right now. They're like the top faceless content creators, too. What was I thinking? Mm -hmm. um, my bad. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I would just say... Uh, you gotta budget yourself in terms of it. Like you guys, you could start off like making content just with like let's say a uh, blue snowball microphone, like a fifty dollar mm -hmm. snowball. Like my yeah. personally for me, I started out with a rock band microphone and then used like other programs to like enhance my voice, like the compression, noise gate, all that stuff. And then like I used a C920 webcam and then slowly upgrading. I would just say budget yourself and for sure make small baby steps. On it, because exactly. I know there's some big streamers out there. They they use headset microphones actually as yeah. to we're gonna go uh, switch topics. What are your tips from past experiences in growing Twitch and streaming? I think we talked briefly about it like the last topic, but going over again. Uh, what what do you guys think? In growing on Twitch and streaming. When I first started, I relied heavily on Twitch helping me with discoverability. And I realized quickly that that is the most dumbest thing that I could ever do. Mm. And so for about maybe half of the first year that I started streaming, I mainly relied on on like playing like, I don't know, just I was playing Skyrim mostly, but I would mainly play that game. And uh, then I started to use like social media. I didn't start using it until like, I want to say October 2019. That was like when I first started started using twitter and i started like putting my clips on there i started doing all kinds of things to promote myself um as well as on instagram and just doing things like that that could help me out and grow so yeah i would say it's tough to put yourself out there and market yourself but i would definitely do it because you never know like you may not get x amount of likes on a video mm -hmm. but you fail to see the impressions that you make on that video when you look at the analytics so yeah so i would go i would be i would have been on social media a lot sooner yes specifically twitter a lot sooner yeah no twitter is probably like the biggest one out of all of them so yeah mm -hmm. that's why i usually post all of my clips and stuff and people are like oh wow you can come to this stream and just like ah, i got them <laughs> <laughs> and also doing it on youtube as well like making like a highlight reel or something like that from yeah. like a lot of your clips also helps out a lot yeah because it gets most of your youtube people be like, hey, I want to come to the stream. Just say, well, mm -hmm. the door is open. In 2021, if you were new to streaming at all, uh, let's say if you're a new streamer and you had to choose a platform, either Twitch or YouTube, what would you choose mm -hmm. and why? The stream off of. Um, hey. Oh, go, man. I can go first on that because I, I already have this in my head right now. Go, go ahead. Um, depending on which way you want to create your content, if you just want to push out videos, definitely YouTube. 
I'm not a fan of the streaming completely on it. But if you want to do more like live streaming, more interactive, definitely Twitch. And then combine that with a little bit of YouTube for highlights, maybe, you know, a little here and there on there. If you want to like push out an episode, you know, related to something that you might want to do for that month or something. Yeah. Um, but don't overdo it um, for sure. And that's my thing. So a little bows, actually, depending on which way you want to move it. Knowing what I know now, I think. I would probably choose YouTube only because there isn't a lot of people streaming on there that right now it's not oversaturated. So you'd be able to be seen a lot more than Twitch. And that is true right now. Most from what I've, from what I've seen, most YouTubers start off on YouTube and then branch out to Twitch and actually create content from Twitch and put it on YouTube, Mm -hmm. which is what Dom does. Yeah. Um, Dom is a YouTuber first and Twitch streamer, I would say maybe, I don't know, would you say like second kind of? Yeah, basically second, yeah. Yeah. Because like what Twitch is supposed to do is be a supplementary thing to your YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like this is where your subscribers can catch you live as opposed to. um, That goes goes back to what I said about being more interactive. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're a lot more interactive and mm-hmm. sometimes some people are maybe not that interactive, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's a different mm-hmm. sure. maybe it's a different you give your audience a different experience, I would say. Yeah. That's kind of a for sure. cool thing to do. Yeah. For sure. I saw it from I saw it from a video like um in terms of it, if you were to actually start off now and they were basically comparing YouTube versus Twitch, uh how YouTube you have like a better discoverability like than Twitch. Mm-hmm. Twitch is like nearly impossible to find someone it's freaking hard dude yes. like i would i would tell you right now only reason why i'm the way i am is whenever i started streaming i already had like a base on youtube so people mm-hmm. caught me on twitch uh, from the youtube channel but it is so hard to get discovered nowadays on twitch because of how twitch's algorithm and stuff works on the platform like it is difficult and i mean difficult there are some people that are streaming like i know like you know how people always say yeah you gotta be consistent and like yeah you do but at the same time twitch doesn't do a very good job of taking some of the smaller people and like putting them on their platform be like hey check these people out like Mm -hmm. yeah they have a smaller communities list or whatever but nine times out of ten that doesn't help at all yeah Mm -hmm. well also to add on to that that i've noticed is you really have to market yourself more on twitch and get those promotions and sponsors to actually be seen on twitch as Mm -hmm. opposed to youtube yep which i'm gonna need to start doing at some point yeah for sure (laughs) that's just a little thing that i noticed um you know comparing both sites yeah i do like twitch's uh interaction like you get on add-ons like better tv and uh Mm -hmm. Frankerface, you get all those cool add-on emotes that you don't have like the opportunity on versus YouTube because YouTube you have like a certain set of like emotes and yeah mm-hmm. as well you have to get I guess partnered or something like that. I know Twitch you could get affiliate just like that, but uh well, yeah you can buy it now. <laughs> honestly, with both platforms, honestly, like luck, luck is a huge factor when it comes to content creation as well. Like. It is. You gotta be stupid lucky. Yeah, you get that one get TikTok video here. popping off afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you got to get stupid lucky nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, even back then, like, it was still, like, a luck of the draw, to be completely honest. Like, I was just, I was lucky enough to know somebody that was pretty freaking big at the time. So that's why, like, my stuff started popping off at one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah also, I have something to add to go back to what would we say to people just starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, a major thing that I would suggest is to create a separate social media specifically for that to keep your personal stuff out of there. Like, yeah, you can have your personal one for your friend or family. Just don't put it out there. Mm-hmm. And make sure you're cautious of what you put out there yeah. because cancel, cancel culture is so rough on a lot of people and it can be completely overwhelming. So you may say something and it can be taken completely a totally different way. Mm-hmm. And now uh, so. I'm a counter-argument that to where oh. I'm going to say that cancel culture just does not exist. <laughs> because, no. because that crap, I've seen so many, I've sorry to it. get off topic. No, that... I mean, it's completely true. It's bullshit. Like yeah. it, it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't actually be a thing, but sadly, as we yeah, know, just it like is. If, if cancel culture exists, people like Chris Brown and Doja Cat would have been off of this platform a well, long time ago. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess they're on a whole different level because they have money. When you're when you're a person that doesn't have a lot of money, I think that's where it would hurt more for council. Yeah. That's why you can let hit me actually, more. Let me actually uh, give you another example within like my group of people. Uh, mm-hmm. There's this one dude. He was like, he called himself quote unquote the king of Pokemon, like content or whatever. And so, <laughs> dude was messing around with kids and whatnot. And so, yeah, <laughs> dude was messing around with kids and whatnot. And so. We thought, oh, okay, so he, he's gone off the uh, he's gone off the internet. We're good. Turns out, still on his channel, uploading stuff and still doing good. That's fucked up. That's yeah, so yeah. Fucked up. Uh, I don't even know that kind of like really upsets me. Yeah, because culture hits the stupidest things. It hits the stupidest things, but the things that really are. The things that like, it needs to hit, it doesn't hit. No, it doesn't. I mean, it'll hit them for a little bit, but they fly under the radar and just get back up. And I'm going to give you an example of this. The biggest examples of this is Trisha Paytas, Shane Dawson, Rylan Adams, and Jeffree Star. Yep. They've been canceled so many times, but yet they're still making it big. Like, look at what Shane Dawson did with Jeffree Star. Like, obviously, they're using each other. Yep. He yeah. helped mm-hmm. Jeffrey get himself up, but Jeffrey also made Shane a lot of money, and he made Jeffrey a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. vice versa, whichever way. And Trisha Trisha Paytas is another one. Like, look at all the things she's done to music, to whatever, and we all know that they are crazy. But when, when it comes to the most important things on that, they were rarely canceled for very long. And then for the stupidest thing, they were canceled for longer than that. Yeah. That's just my yep. example of that, too. Okay. I would say cancel culture, again, does not exist. It doesn't exist at all. Here's why. Um, and it just goes back to what Dom was saying and a bit of Alma stuff. Although yeah. I will argue that Shane Dawson is still canceled. Um, well, right now. He, no, canceled his, he canceled over. himself. Um, but cancel culture does not exist, and here's why. There was a recent artist that said the N-word. Um, he was absolutely drunk, out of his mind. I don't remember this artist, but 
What ended up happening to this guy? He said the N word, like the hard R, not the not with the A, the hard R. So, yeah. So he said the hard R. I mean, again, for me, it's like either one is still bad. Either one, no matter what, it's still the meaning is still there. You're not supposed to say. But this guy says the N word. Gets he gets um taken off his label. I believe some sponsorships he lost. All that stuff, but then at the end of it all, because of this, his music sales skyrocketed. Yep. Because of this, like he got new opportunities. So in the end, did cancel culture actually work? It didn't. Nope. At the moment that it happened, yeah, it was a fucking might have been a nightmare, a PR nightmare for him. But at the end, guess who wins? He does. His pocket's much bigger now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate everybody hopping <laughs> onto the, the Penguin and Meredith <laughs> podcast episode two. If you guys haven't done so, make sure you guys check out all the people, uh, guests on uh, the stream or their YouTube video. Uh, it'll be linked down in the description. Fires, uh, Twitch, <laughs> everybody's social media links. It'll be, it's probably going to be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. So if you guys haven't done so, leave a like, subscribe. Uh, go follow all these people. Links down in the description. I'll see you guys in the next video. Peace out. <laughs>